Hello, Fort Worth, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Fort Worth Freedom Review. We are a show about local politics that aims to get more people engaged, more people like you, uh, in local issues. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Anthony Sosa, and I'm here today with Nathan Kreitz Heron from the Fort Worth DSA to discuss uh, a bunch of things. This was a very um, fruitful conversation. This was a very like inspiring for me personally conversation. We talk about a lot of things like anarchism, activism, art, humanity, and inspiration in our capitalistic systems and how we can effectuate change. Uh, this, I really got to know Nathan a lot better in this, and I look forward to having more conversations like this. I think stuff like this is so important in our world to hear these types of ideas and, and people like you express them. Um, Nathan is the co-chair of the Fort Worth DSA chapter, uh, and Amber and I have been working with them for a little over a year now. And so uh, Nathan's been an inspirational figure in the, lead, in the leadership of this organization, but then also getting to know him better with this conversation and learning about his past, growing up in Colorado, the the activism that was going on there, uh, or, you know, in the in the early two thousands, uh, is very insightful, and so I'm so glad that that we got to have this conversation. I hope you enjoyed it certainly as much as I did. Um, before we get to the show, I want to go ahead and say early voting has already started. Um, this should be coming out, I believe, on Sunday, October thirtieth, if not Monday, October thirty first. Um, and we've got one more week of early voting left from October thirty first. To through uh, November 4th, Monday through Friday, the polls, the early voting polls are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then Election Day is coming up the following Tuesday on November 8th. And again, the polls, polls on that day will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. as well. So please, 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 if you have not already, go out and vote. Get it over with. Uh, avoid the lines. Uh, support, you know, your your local candidates. If you still have questions or uh, about who to vote for. Uh, you can go back a couple of episodes and listen to our breakdown of the Democratic candidates. Uh, we've also got that spreadsheet linked below, uh, as, as always, during election season. Uh, so if you have questions about that or about like where to vote, where your polling place is located, um, all of that information will be provided below. Um, please, please, please participate this year. Now, on that topic, real quick, I've been looking around. I was trying to get an update before I recorded to see if we've got any more information or any more numbers about the early voting turnout. Um, because it's the weekend, I think we're not going to get more of that stuff until Monday. But it looks like the, the early voting turnout is incredibly high already in the first week. And a lot of the numbers are showing a pretty strong conservative turnout. Uh, I think that has to do with the fact that mail-in ballots, which typically tend to be you know, for older retired people, which tend to lean more conservative, um, that's included in the numbers as well. So I don't want to like make predictions or any of that right now. There's so much going on about the election that I, uh, and maybe I'm sure you have noticed this too. It's hard to know what's actually happening, what's actually going on, right? We're hearing all these conflicting different polls, conflicting information and data. I think now that this is the fourth election cycle since Trump in 2016, um, every cycle seems to be getting crazier and crazier and harder and harder, at least for me, to, to really get a handle on what's going on. So we won't know until after election day. We'll obviously here on this podcast we'll do a you know we'll break it down after the election, see what happened, what changes, what to expect in the you know the next couple of years with the new administrations. So yeah, just please, 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 if you haven't already, go vote. If you have, fantastic. Call your friends, text your friends and family members, see if they have or haven't yet. And if they haven't, 
maybe make a plan with them. Maybe if they need a ride or something, help them out with that. We really, really need everybody turning out this, this midterm election. Um, also, um, I'm going to go ahead and continue reading my liner. This podcast is made possible by the Justice Reform League, a Fort Worth-based nonprofit. You can sign up for our Substack at our website, justicereformleague.net, where we will occasionally post op-ed-type articles. If you would like to submit something to the Substack or have any episode ideas or additional stories you would like us to cover, on, you can hit us up on Twitter at FWReview. You can hit us up on Instagram at Fort Worth Freedom Review, And you can send us an email at FWFreedomReview at gmail.com. I hope you enjoy the show, and there are a lot of uh, books and different writings by different historical figures that are referenced in this, and I have tried to provide some links to those below. So if you're curious about the writings of Che Guevara, Fred Hampton, and David Graeber, uh, you, can, you can check those out and do, your, do the research. I encourage you, all listeners, I encourage you to do your own research on all of these things. Please don't take our word for it. Uh, develop your own conclusions. All right. Without further ado, here is my interview with Nathan Kreitz Heron. All right. So, Nathan, thank you again so much uh, for, for giving me a moment of your time and, and, and doing this. So how I actually I think Amber met you before I met you. How long have you lived in the DFW area? <laughs> yeah, I, I Live, I've lived here for uh, going on six years now. Okay, where were you before that? Uh, I lived in a small town called Manassa, Colorado. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, what was farming it? town. Farming town. What was it like there? How, yeah. was, how was Colorado? Is that where you kind of grew up or were you move around a lot? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Denver um, and then... Um, Went to went to college at Adam State University in Alamosa, Colorado, and then lived in a small town outside Alamo, Alamosa called Manassa. So farming community. It's actually um, one of the poorest uh, counties in in the state. So a lot of rural poverty. Also, gotcha. Uh, but beautiful country, beautiful beautiful place. High desert mountains. I worked on a on a farm. I worked in a slaughterhouse and slaughtered beef and hog and sheep and. Wow all that stuff all throughout college. So it was, um, yeah. Where'd you, where'd you, where'd you go to school? Great. Like what? Yeah, what, I went what, to Adam state. Oh, okay. go ahead, man. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. Just the, the, I guess, yeah. Adam state. Yeah. Adam state university, real small, small, tiny ass college, man. <laughs> That's cool, man. What was that experience yeah. like? Did, I mean, did you enjoy going to school there? How was it? What was it like working through college? Like, especially do, doing hard work like that. That was hard, man. You know, looking back, I, I, uh, Definitely wished I didn't have to work, but uh, right. as so many of us know, it's it's uh, got to pay that tuition, man. Got to got to got to pay that books, and and I still got massive student loans that uh, will probably never get paid off, right? Same, <laughs> <So>. absolutely. <laughs> unless unless we, um, uh, you know, follow the debt collective and and all those those efforts to uh, to just abolish student debt. And I know it's a racket, so I would love to see that happen. But 100%. yeah, it, it was tough. It was tough. For sure. I yeah. didn't. I didn't get the time to really engage in my in my scholastic uh, endeavors as much as I could. Gotcha. Sure. What was uh, what was your major in? History and Spanish. Badass. I think I remember now that we talked about that history. Yeah. That's yeah. So was I'm guessing a Latin American folk. If you're doing Spanish, also was there like a Latin American bent to your history study? Uh, yeah. You know, it was definitely it was it was Latin. So got really into the Civil War uh, as well. 
the American Civil War. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. So what brought you to Texas? Brought me to Texas. It was a partner, my partner that I that I had at the time and still have. Um, she's from here. And so she said, hey, I'm, I'm moving out here. Uh, you want to go? I said, fuck it. Why not? Sorry, I don't know if I can cuss on here. <laughs> yeah, you're so. fine, dude. You're fine. Absolutely. It's awesome, dude. Well, so, yeah. okay, so man, like, okay, so you talked a little bit about, because I did the same thing when I was in college. I was just working in kitchens. Uh, different restaurant mm-hmm. jobs, different grocery store jobs, pizza delivery jobs. Um, and like sure. that, you know, kind of having to play that rat race sort of game and still get, you know, still try and prioritize school. Like, I don't know that I, I, I definitely kind of like had a, had a, a, an awakening at some point of that. Like what radicalized you? Was it, was it the labor thing? Was it what you learned in school or was it others? What other stuff? Like, how did you come around mm-hmm. to being radicalized? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So I was actually radicalized way before, you know, I went to college. Um, radicalization for me happened when I was uh, actually, uh, say, a freshman in high school. Oh wow! Okay. Actually, actually, probably even going into high school from middle school. I think uh, all of us at at the certain age in our thirties all know about rage against the machine. Um, and, and, you know, I, I picked up their album in middle school and uh, just fell in love with it, you know, and, and just dissected every single verse and lyric of, of, uh, Zach, uh, you know, De La Roca, the, um, uh, the lead singer. And, and just that opened up my world to like, like Franz Fanon and the black Panthers and, uh, you know, uh, radical movements and anarchist movements and so i just ate that shit up and uh, was just like man i am hooked i'm convinced like so rage opened me up um you know and then from there i found community you know by by doing stuff like food not bombs uh, denver had a food not bombs chapter which was oh, food filled with bombs. a bunch of damn okay go ahead. Uh, no I was, I was like yeah. food not, I, I misunderstood you at first food not bombs that's awesome sorry go ahead yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Food Not Bombs, they had a chapter in Denver, and uh, there's just tons of anarchists uh, in the Food Not Bombs chapter. And so I come in, doing my thing with them, and then I'm, you know, by this time going into high school and just learning so much about anarchism and and, and communal living. You know, they I, there's these anarchist houses that were in Denver, and, and and all these anarchists would live in them together, and just all these this idea of communal living and and uh, you know shared responsibility and and getting the state out of your life. And so things like dumpster diving and, yeah. and, and all the kind of, uh, you know, quote unquote, nefarious actions and, and, uh, yeah. and, and things that happen, happen for as an anarchist, uh, learns how to exist outside the state, so mm-hmm. to speak, or, or tries to, you know, so I definitely embraced all of that. And, 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 uh, and, you know, my, my radicalism kind of spawned and grew from, from, from those, those foundations. That's, that's awesome. And it, 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 yeah. it like heartens me to hear you say rage. Like that's so beautiful, <laughs> you know, like it just goes to show that like, you know, music art in general, like really does, you know, like can impact people can have an influence on the culture. You know, like it does, it does matter what, what people are saying and creating. Um, okay. Like yeah, I, yeah. good socialist revolutionary art. So important, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, it, I, it, I came around to it later. Like rage was a huge influence and still is a huge influence for me, like as a musician. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I wasn't listening to what, what Zach was saying. 
<laughs> at, at the time, like I grew up in a conservative, you know, I grew up at Burleson. It's like, it was, I, I didn't, I, I was in my twenties when I kind of came around to things. I had a slow awakening and okay. it, it was yeah. like late blooming after my second run of college, like after I dropped out of college and after I was just working full time uh, yeah. and getting super exploited, you know, and there's like, wait a minute, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> Uh, and yeah. then going back to school and getting the history, it's like, oh, like, and so I think yeah. that's awesome that like you kind of had it from the get go. Did Colorado like it's it's I'm assuming like could just kind of have more of a culture of this sort of, you know, maybe uh, anarch anarchistic anarcho syndicalism. What, what, how what, how would you classify it? Not that that even matters that much, but what would you, what would yeah, you call sure, it? absolutely, yeah, yeah, um, definitely got into anarcho syndicalism. Um, the, the culture of anarchism, I think, in, in, in the time that I was there in that community was was thriving. I mean, uh, there was just there was this community in Denver where where folks where anarchists would they'd, they'd get together, pile their money, work in shitty jobs, and 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 rent these these kind of dilapidated houses, um, you know, in, in working class neighborhoods, and and would kind of line the block you know and so everybody would name their houses there'd be houses called like the spaz house or 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 the kids house or um or the crunchy house you know stuff like that right and so all these anarchists would just uh you, you know work and live out of these homes and do projects and actions and and, and protests and um you know so i think it was it was thriving for sure but you know the larger community of Colorado and the liberal community did not, did not appreciate our presence. I can, I can tell you that, Interesting, interesting. <laughs> um, you know, showing up to protests and, uh, you know, like protests in the Iraq war or the inauguration of, of, of Bush and all those things, you know, the, the, the kind of, um, civility politic liberal types, you know, oh, here come the crunchy anarchists or the black block kids like, Oh shit. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely interesting dynamic learning about, uh, kind of, kind of those those divisions, I guess you could say, on the left, um, yeah. and then where anarchism fell into that into that fold, you know. Yeah, definitely. I th I think so too. And I think those are, you know, those are like healthy. I don't even know if you want to call it debate. I mean, I guess it's a debate, like healthy conversations to be having about, you know, where 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 are the boundaries? What are the distinctions? What do we all mm. really want? You know, I I think it's important to kind of if we're if we are trying to build a, a better future, like just all being on you know at least some sort of same page in regards to what we're talking about that future looking like you know and, mm -hmm. and yeah that's like i want my my gut reaction when you were saying that i was like damn like texas doesn't really have like i what you i i'm envious like hearing you talking about what what's going on <laughs> in, in colorado i'm like damn that's really fucking cool um yeah and, and but I, it, no, it, it wasn't all all fun you know i think um those communities have have their challenges, you know, and, and, uh, certainly, uh, yeah. So, so definitely don't want to romanticize any of those experiences gotcha. or, you know, say that they were all fun and games for sure. Uh, you know, and trying to build a community of your own is just challenging. And, and, and like you said, um, a lot of folks in that community did not even want to work with the liberals or, mm -hmm. or, or even the communists or the socialists, right. It was like anarchists or go home, you know, and, and, um, mm -hmm. that, that concerned me, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, we have a world to win now, you know, we can't, we can't philosophize and theorize about, you know, who's the best and who's not. And, and like you said, in your previous podcast, when you're talking about your socialism conference, you went to in Chicago, you know, getting, getting that vibe from some folks there. And so that's, yeah, man. And that's, that's and concerned. I, yeah. I think, I don't, it's, I think it's just kind of a human 
inclination or what happens with human beings there's this there's this desire to be the smartest person in the room or the desire <laughs> you know to and even like in in you know organizations too like like that, that that and even like for if you go to college like in college classrooms like very often it's two or three people dominating the class discussion because they're all competing to like sound like they're the smartest and <laughs> you got it right you, you know, got it right there <laughs> it's so it's very annoying but i i mean i you know and that happens on the left but i don't want to just you know just to say that that's like a leftist issue like i think that's just what people do and it's like something True. we have to overcome you know in in these sort of situations so what would you say what so you you were kind of saying i, I don't want to romanticize like what right how has your perspective changed or how have you changed um mm. between now and then in regards to you know i guess these these ideas yeah that's that's a great question um I think at the core, in my spirit, in my heart, you know, anarchist, hold dear those philosophies and teachings from from folks like Emma Goldman and and, uh, and Mel Testa and another kind of famous intellectual anarchists um, who also struggled in their time to to, to advocate and fight for anarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I also grew and opened up to Marx and, and, um, you know, dialectical materialism and socialism, uh, and embracing the, the teachings of, of, of Che Guevara, you know, and, and, and Cuban revolution and, and, um, uh, you know, even, even, you know, getting, understanding the importance of, of, of kind of this multi-pronged approach of working inside the system in terms of engaging electoral politics mm. Um, to to meet certain strategic demands and then working outside of the system, uh, you know, outside of electoral politics to push uh, that system to create that tipping point to be that if you don't do this, then you know we're going to storm storm the, the capital. Yeah, I'm, that's mm-hmm. a bad thing to say, but the but yeah, yeah. stuff that happens. But, but, but you know what I mean. You know, yeah. like we're going to be that force. Much like the civil rights movement was able to to point to. Uh, you know, to point to Malcolm X or the Black Panthers and say, well, MLK is advocating for this thing. Like, and, and, mm-hmm. and if, and if we don't concede here, like the Black Panthers are going to, are going to come in hard or, or, mm-hmm. or Malcolm X, you know, and, and he's going to advocate for that. So, so it's like this kind of, you know, we can all be together in coalition and, and fight for material change. Um, and I think it took me a minute to come around to that and, and let go of some of the, the purity politics that I had around anarchism, mm. um, you know, so it was a hard, hard thing for me to do at first, but, but it made sense to me. It made logical sense. If, if you really want to win this world and to fight for the liberation of, of, of humankind, you know, it's, it's, uh, we have to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's inspiring to hear you say that. Um, I'll be, yeah. re- I'll be real with you, man. Like that's, you're the first like person I've had just like a conversation with who has said things that you know i feel and in here in my head and read you know but like person to person like oh shit like yeah <laughs> like yeah everything you just said like absolutely like that's that is kind of i really feel like you just really encapsulated everything that kind of this is about and that i feel i'm about you know it's like yeah i'm about all those things and i'm I'll, i'm not very well read in anarchism like i'm way more read in marks like che since you brought up Che, <laughs> Che's phenomenal. Like, I don't know if there's a, a more inspirational person to read. Like, seriously, like I might put some some of his stuff in the links or something because like it's just sure. it's just like damn. 
Um, and Fred Hampton too, like his, mm-hmm. his, his speeches or his transcripts. It's like this, mm-hmm. this motherfucker, some of those, he's 19 or 20, you know, yeah, saying, I mean, <laughs> what a gift of torture, you know, what a, wow. I mean, yeah. Imagine, imagine if, 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 if the, you know, the state wouldn't have assassinated him, you know, what, oh, what, what a leader we would see today, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So like, yeah, dude, like, and I don't, I, to me, like, I feel like, you know, if I was more read on, on those, like Kropotkin is the is the guy that I keep coming across sure. being referenced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and so I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I, at some point here, I'm going to have to do my homework and kind of read more up on that stuff. <laughs> um, but I feel like that's like the, I mean, I guess, you know, at least my understanding of what Marx was going for is like communism was supposed to be in a, in a, in a, a, a eventual abolishment of the state. You know, like that was the end goal. Socialism is the, is the interim. Uh, never happened, you know, <laughs> like never got there. Maybe there's an issue with, you know, with the theory. Maybe there's an issue with, with us or with where it's happening, whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I agree with that sentiment. And like, I, I identify as like a libertarian socialist and like the libertarian mm-hmm. part is like, to me, you know, anarchism in, in, in a sense, it's the same thing. We're like, yes. I, don't, I don't want the state involved in X, Y, Z, you know, all my life, most of my life. To me, it's like the state should only be helping and that's it. And if it's not helping, if it's hurting or impeding, then like, get the fuck out um yeah you know and like it's pretty cut and dried like it's pretty simple like now that i came here i came here on my own like along reading history the people that you're making reference to like and it was just kind of like yeah this is just what makes sense um Mm -hmm. and so i don't know i you just it makes me happy to talk to you man like 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 yeah oh yeah solidarity bro yeah solidarity that's 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 what it's all about for sure and and you know you're absolutely right i think you know in, in marx's writings he does he does say the ultimate goal is to move to uh, like an anarcho or an anarcho syndicalist society and, 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 and uh, you know, community. Um, that is a hard fought struggle. Um, but, but the, you know, his argument, the, the steps to that is, is, is the communist and socialist revolution and, and the, you know, dictatorship of the proletariat, you know, and, and, and all those things um, to move to, to that. And, and as, as I read him more, I, I, I see the genius there um and there's definitely you know critiques to be had as well but sure as with any idea with any person right but like yeah no i I still very much like identify as a marxist whatever that means it means a million things a million people but i'm like (laughs) i'll take it i'll take most of those meanings like i'm down with that um yeah you know so what like of because you said a lot there what are those (laughs) what are those that are most important to you like of of those things like if you had to well, like what's your hill that you would you know you know bad, bad, maybe that's a bad analogy uh you know like what what would you, what's your thing that you're like a red line or a you know third rail whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah in terms of just the you know the hill i would die on to use the, the analogy yeah <laughs> yeah no that's fine i mean we're all gonna die someday right? yeah so hopefully we're reincarnated in something greater so. <laughs> there you go yeah What do you think? You know, that's that's a good question, man. I you know, I think my first reaction is is all of them. You know, I mean yeah. and any anything that is <laughs> yeah, you know, anything that isn't that is an affront or, or, or an oppression or 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 a violation of, of the liberation of, of humankind and humanity and in, in, in our in our earth and uh, you know all those things that we're connected to is is a hill worth dying on yeah you know, say in a philosophical level 
A hundred percent. I agree with you. And I mean, it, yeah. yeah, go sure. ahead. Sorry, sorry yeah, in, in a strategic sense, you know, and, and kind of thinking about dialectical materialism kind of idea, you know, what's what's the, you know, what what, what strategy, what, what, what movement, what implementations do we put in place to to make sure we don't die on every hill. And, and so that's, um, you know, kind of, kind of where I, I guess I fall in, in, into that and, and being strategic about those decisions Yeah, uh, and, and not ultimately hurting the movement or, 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 or progress towards that liberation of humankind um, by making any actions too drastically or, or, or all that, all those things yeah. too. You said it. You said it there again, and and I think it's important. I want maybe the listener noticed it, maybe not. But like the the liberation of humankind, like I I realize hearing you say that, like I need to be saying that more. Like that's (laughs) for real, you know. And like, and I feel like it takes a little bit of courage. It takes a little bit of vulnerability to like frame it that way. But you're Mm -hmm. absolutely right. Like you're absolutely right. That's what it is. Um, Right. And like, and it, it is serious and it needs to be taken seriously. Um, and so I think framing it that way is like super important. And just hearing you say that, I'm like, yeah, damn, like I gotta, I gotta be doing that too. Um, that, that, <laughs> that really is what this is. And so like, to me, I think, you know, a human, like I'm a humanist too. Like I, I, humanity is like the, the, the most important thing to me, upholding mm-hmm. humanity, upholding us, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly or whatever, we're all human. That's, and that's the important thing. We all need to be treated equally. Um, mm-hmm. like I feel like a lot of this disagreement that we have like in our country or as humans, whatever, politically, economically comes down to the perspective of, of human nature and like whether or not people are good enough to be taken care of or bad enough to be treated. However, um, I'm I'm guessing what's your take on that? Like, what do you, I mean, I think I know, but I just want you to articulate like (laughs) what, what, what's your take on human nature? Yeah, I, at the core, you know, humans, humanity is good, and I and I believe that it, it's the systems and the organizations of institutions that create those inequities yeah. that force, you know, us as humans and, and and communities to to do those awful things and and mm-hmm. engage in, in in that oppression and and. Uh, all, all those, all those horrible things that we see, you know, the endless wars, the, um, you know, all, all the things in our society that are plaguing us today is a result of, of, of the systems that, mm-hmm. that were created that didn't have to be that way. You know, it's, it's not inevitable that, that we ended up this way, Yep. you know? And so that makes sense it, where, the, where the anarchy comes in. Like, right. like right. you know, this will take bring us back to the way that we, you know, originally were, or the way that we function best is without these systems, without these societies that we created, these games that we created. I mean, to me, it's and, I, and you maybe have heard me say this before, but like, I, I it's bizarre. It's just so mind crazy to me. It's like a mind fuck every time I think about it, which is all the time that we we, we created these entities, these things that are so, quote unquote real and like quote unquote exist. Mm but they're not human, you know, like they're not, they, they're not real. Like they don't, they only exist because we say that they do, uh, but they, Absolutely. they run everything, you know, they, it runs the world, this, our country. And it's just like, 
we're we're at the whims or at the wills of these you know pseudo gods these fake gods or whatever you know that are like operating on a plane that's completely separate from ours and they have completely separate needs you know just money like as far all i can tell money or and or power and it's like we need you know mm-hmm. to love and affection and oxygen and water you know like we we need to be, we need other things and it's like the this existence is like on this planet is just like at odds with with these two things like they're trying to survive and do their thing and like we're trying to too and like that's not the same thing and so i i i, I all that to say like yes i, I your rousseauian like perspective i 100 percent agree with and it's like <laughs> we're, we're good I, we're good yeah um, have you been watching yeah. so weird, like s- side tangent? Have you been watching the Rings of Power, the show? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I've heard of that show. Yeah, it's a it's a spinoff of um, uh, uh, yeah, the Lord of the Rings. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's like a meme or like a char- in the final episode, this character who is like, we couldn't tell all season is he good or is he bad. Finally, like is like I'm good. And it was just kind of like, <laughs> kind of like that moment, like, yeah, like we are good. Yeah. And that for me, it was like, you know, and mm-hmm. that, that idea. So I don't know yeah. that I think it's good. It's, I'm, I'm glad that I agree with you and I'm glad that you feel that way. But like, I got also, I'm super glad that like you're, that I'm talking to you right now and that we're on the air because I think it's important for people to hear other people, you know, say these things. Uh, and like, yes, we, you know, human being, we, we, we're, we're good, man. Take care of us. Everything will be all right. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah. like, I don't know. What do you think? I, I just now said a lot. Like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it, and, you know, I always try to remind myself that um, not to romanticize as well, you know, and uh, hero worship and all those things can be dangerous. And, um, and so, sure, you know, humanity does have some, maybe some not so good things that, that happen uh, sometimes, even in, uh, more egalitarian societies, uh, you know, uh, for instance, uh, in, indigenous peoples uh, have, have a history of, of, of slavery and, and oppressing other, other groups um, as well, you know, so it's not that um, non-white, uh, you know, or, or, or uh, non-European capitalist societies are the only societies that, um, oh, yeah. that went through these things. Um, and, and so that's that's where understanding history comes in as well, and and you know history oftentimes ex- exists in the gray area, um, yes, and, and and recognizing that, but not letting it uh, you know dampen the spirit of 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 that at the core we are good, um, and and there's plenty of examples that outweigh the bad ones that 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 show that that um, humanity at its essence is is a good good thing. Um, and I just got finished reading a book called The Dawn of Everything, uh, A New History of Humanity uh, by David Graeber, um, who's an anarchist who uh, just passed recently. But he gets into that a lot in the book and then talks about indigenous and, and, and uh, kind of perspectives as, as the Europeans uh, colonized and, and raped, the quote unquote, the new world, um, what those intersections look like and, and in terms of humanity. At, at its core um so that's awesome i'll have to check that out yeah was he on joe yeah, rogan that sounds like silly nowadays but oh i'd i'd be i'd be amazed if he was on joe rogan i, I wouldn't put it past him to go on there but um now he's done some interviews with like amy goodman and um chapel trap house i don't know if you listen to their podcast they did a pretty deep dive into the book too okay I'll have to check that yeah 
yeah, you know, David Graeber and David Wingro are the authors. Dawn of Everything, A New History of Humanity is what it's called. Awesome. Pretty, pretty, pretty deep, deep stuff. Yeah. I'll put that down in the show notes for anybody who's interested. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. So when did yeah. you start? Like, I, mean, I guess, correct me if, if, if it's, if it's, just, you know, the same answer as before doing like volunteer work, activist work, you know, uh, mm -hmm. organizing, yeah. like did that, was that in college or was that after, was that after the fact? Uh, you know, that was, I think that as soon as I, you know, got into food, not bombs and, and, and those things, oh, I, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. uh, I, yeah, I connected in, in high school with, uh, the American Indian movement aim and, and organized with them to abolish Columbus day in Denver. Awesome. Which, which we were able to do, you know, protested at Columbus day, got arrested multiple different times in Denver, wow. uh, blocking the street. Um, and, and actually, um, Denver police, uh, there's a big scandal a couple of years later, they, they had, they, they were coined, uh, the spy files. And so the Denver police were spying on, on all the American Indian, uh, activists and, and, and other, the folks in solidarity with them trying to abolish Columbus day. And so, mm. You know, I had a file on me along with a bunch of other folks. Um, wow. We had to go to court and you know, get all that stuff out in the open and get all our charges dropped. And it was, it was, it was a very, uh, inspirational time for me, you know, and I, you know, and I recognize that I have, have the privilege of being a white male in, in all those situations and, um, seeing how those dynamics played out on at, at, at the level of, of the quote unquote justice system, which they don't enact justice at all. It's, no. it's, you know, it's, it's not the justice system. It's, it's the, I don't know what you call it. The, Injustice. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> Injustice. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I saw that play out there, but it was, um, that's what really kind of, I learned a lot from aim about how to organize and, and what it takes, um, as somebody with a person of privilege to, uh, to do that so that's awesome man i mean you're you're a you're a superstar dude geez louise i had no idea <laughs> no it's it's nothing man i mean you know it's that's yeah but so right. when when you came to texas <laughs> did, did what organizations did you join did you when you first got here did you settle in a little bit i guess when did you yeah yeah just settled in settled in man i mean it's um when i came here i was i was definitely yearning for that connection again um you know leaving leaving colorado and leaving that base that 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 was created and, and, and my my comrades and, and the cadre of folks that that i could reach out to and connect with on, on on all the things that i cared so much about and was passionate about and felt so deeply i had to rediscover here you know and, and it took me a minute um, so I, I you know i was I was kind of in, in purgatory for a little bit here and, and um, I had to get back into things and, and really be purposeful about finding that community uh, here. So um, it, it took me a minute, you know, and I didn't come into DSA in Fort Worth um, until maybe two and a half years ago. Uh, so it's, 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 it's good to be back in, in the fold of things and, and, and working on things. And yeah, so it, but it, it took a while. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, that makes, I mean, of course th those networks are super important, you know, that when they, when you have to uproot like that and come to a new place, it's like reestablishing, you know, it's just kind of hard to figure out. And I just, I imagine, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Texas is probably a lot different than Colorado in regards to the, 
<laughs> infrastructure, the, the organizing infrastructure and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, um, yeah, yeah, I, for sure. That I, I saw that right away. And, and, um, not to say there's not a lot of great things going on here because there are, there are every, in every place. And, and I think, you know, listening to the podcast that you posted of the, the socialism 2020 conference, you talked about the, the woman who was, who was saying that, that, you know, the revolution will, will happen in the South and, and it comes from the South, mm-hmm. you know, the global South and, and as well as, you know, the, the Southern United States. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That, she, uh, I really want to put that whole thing up. I like reached out to her on Twitter and she never responded. And so uh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, should I just email her like professionally or should right. I just, should I just do it anyways? Like she probably wouldn't care. Like, I don't know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but that's, that's really what I tried to, you know, you know, I felt that, you know, when I came down here, saw the, you know, the, the, the neoliberalism and, and the privatization and all those things and, and the massive segregation here, even though this is one of the more, most diverse places I've been. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so I, I felt that. So that's, yeah. So what, so as, as a DSA member, and I mean, you're, you're, I mean, what's your, what's your title? I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I am. I am the co-chair of, co-chair. of DSA Fort Worth. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Like, as and I hate titles. I hate. I hate all that shit. Yeah. But it's Whatever. <laughs> right. Know, I so. mean, yeah, we have to call you something, right? There's got to be, but yeah, I know what you mean. It, there's only in so far, you know, it, it serves only so much value. Um, right. What as 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 that and like and as a as a member as co-chair, like, what would you like to see Fort Worth DSA, you know, achieve over the next year or two? Like, what do you think is within our means? What do you think is within our capabilities? Or if not just Fort Worth DSA, like, you know, the the greater North Texas, the three chapters, like, what do you think? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. You know, I, I will preface this by saying that by no means is are, are my opinions, you know, reflective of of DSA as 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 a whole, right? Course, I mean, DSA is it's a multi-tendency organization um, and, and movement. Um, and so the things that, that I want to see aren't, aren't that important. I think what's more important is what, what the movement brings. And, yeah. and I will do you know, my part individually to advocate for what I think it should bring, right? But it's, it's a collective energy um, and decision. 100%. Uh, Thank you for reframing you know, it. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and, and I think personally, you know, I, me... Um, I, I want to uplift the comrades in the chapter and, and, and to do what they want to do in and to be a support vehicle for them. So I think it's really important to recognize that many of our comrades are, are working to try to infiltrate the Democratic Party and, and to radicalize and to push for strategic wins to build socialism. And I want to value that. However, personally, you know, I, I have a very hard time engaging with, with the duopoly, with the Republicans or the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And, but I do recognize the strategic importance of that. That's just not me. But I want yeah. to support other comrades who do that work. Um, and I, right now... I'm very laser focused on our Medicare for all campaign. Um, we've created a resolution um, and, and we need to get support for that resolution from working class folks, from unions, from nurses, from doctors, from our community and, and push that to our city council to have them approve that resolution or 
or, or adopt it. Um, and I think that's going to be a huge victory once we do do that. And, and I don't want to stop until that that's, that's done. That's something that's very important to me. Um, now, uh, I think the second thing is, is, is addressing, um, the, the homelessness crisis that we have right now, um, in Fort Worth and, and it's always a crisis when there's somebody experiencing homelessness and that's a product of capitalism and, mm-hmm. and, and our system. Um, and, and there's no other way to really solve that wholly until we address that. But yeah. There's things that we can do to get us there. Um, so when there's energy, I, I would like to, um, to organize around homelessness and, and, and mutual aid efforts and, and, and all those things and, and housing housing rights, tenants' rights. Um, so I really think things like things that like KC tenants are doing in Kansas City, organizing tenants and, and bringing the ruckus to uh, landlords and, and, and property owners and the, the real estate lobby industry and, and, uh, and asserting our rights to have fair, and safe, affordable housing and not be taken advantage of uh, is super important and a great way to build the base, the working class base, uh, Republican or Democrat. and, and and have them see that it was the socialist. It was the, you know, it was the, it was the, it was the liberal radicals. It was the progressives that did that. You know, it wasn't the Democrats. It wasn't the Republicans. And yep. Same with Medicare for all, you know, so. Uh, I love it. Yeah. You know, those are just some of the things on my mind when I'm, when I'm thinking about, about DSA. So. And that's, it's, it's, it's awesome. Amber's working on that Medicare for all campaign with you uh, and, yeah. and the other guys. Um, and that's, she's same, super excited and motivated on that. Um, I mean, yeah, this is like to, to the listener, like I, I wanted to kind of have this conversation with you so we could show because I feel like organizing or, 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 or doing things like that, um, there's it's like it kind of I want to demystify it a little bit and just be like, look, anybody can do this. I know there's a lot of people out there who who want to, but maybe don't know how to or how to reach out or what to do or oh, I mean, what if I don't have enough time? Is it a big time commitment? Blah, blah, blah. Like it, you know, as a volunteer thing, like everybody's doing their own thing everybody's got their their stuff to take care of their lives but like but we're all helping each other out we're all communicating we're all doing different things and if everybody's able to pull a little bit we're able to get a lot done and so like just yeah. like just what you talked about like that's the type of stuff that we talk about like every time we get together uh and and try and prioritize okay who's available to do this what could we do we having subcommittees and subgroups working on different problems and so like it's i you know the dsa i um uh, I'm not going to name name. I'm not going to actually, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, <laughs> I, 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 uh, but I, I, the, it was a positive thing about DSA. And so like, I, I have a positive experience with, with y'all as an organization and, and, mm-hmm. and that's to me just been more inspiring and, and more, uh, comforting and going like, okay, this is good. This is a good group of people. Like, I feel good about this. Like we can do this, you know? And like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's an important thing too. like having that sort of community thing where it's like, there is that level of trust and there is that level of just like understanding with everybody, even if we do, you know, disagree about X, Y, or Z, you know, ideology on X thing or whatever, like, oh, you're an anarchist and I'm a social sure. libertarian social, but like, we're both doing the same things, trying to help, you know, the material conditions in our community, like full right, stop. Exactly. Uh, and that's, yeah. that's what it's all about. Um, and so like, I don't, I don't know, like, I, thank you again. I don't want to end it here, but I'm just like, thank you again, like for coming here and just like, like doing <laughs> yeah, this for yeah, me. It's, it's like, my pleasure. I think my this pleasure. is super important, man. So yeah, I, I had one more question I wanted to ask you. So musically, like, what do you, mm. what do you, uh, artistically, <laughs> creatively, um, are you working on Word. any art yourself? Music, what, what have you? 
Yeah, you know, um, I played in a lot of punk rock bands uh, in my younger years. Um, I love to play the bass guitar. I love to play live music. Um, I haven't played live with folks in a while, but I play my bass every night, and and it's my it's my therapy. You know, it's my it's my connection to to that that higher essence. You know, and and, and that all those all those things. You know, and um, I just love live music. You know, there's nothing more powerful than um, than rehearsing. And, and practicing and, and trying to get the riff right and get the solo right. And then it's, you get one chance to nail it when you're playing a show, you know, and, yeah. and uh, there's something about that that's really powerful, just like when you're organizing a campaign or, um, you know, all those things. So it's all that, that, that energy that you build up to do this one thing. And it's that one time you do it. Um, it's, it's never going to be the same. So, yeah, um, you know, that one shot. I, I love punk Go ahead, man. Sorry. Yeah, no, you have that one shot. You put all that time and effort and as you're practicing, you're getting ready and then you have that one performance and that's it. You know? It's right. Like, <laughs> right. I'll never be the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we need to jam. Like, we have to. Hell yeah. We have to jam. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll figure something out. Let's, let's, let's do that. I think that would be super hella fun. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. It's, it's, we, need, we need more revolutionary art and I, I love your, um, your album you dropped, man. I thought it was, I thought it was badass. It was, it was good. Thank, so. you. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Well, hell yeah, yeah, man. Well, I'll let you get to it. Thank you so much for, for your time and for this lovely conversation. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm like super happy to get to know you better and just have this awesome thing to share with the world. And we just created a new piece of art. So hell yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Anthony, thank you for your time and, and solidarity to all the listeners out there. And, and, um, if you're interested in, in, in getting involved with DSA, um, you know, uh, maybe we can put something in the show notes, uh, our, our email, if, if that's cool, uh, just email us and see how, how folks can get involved. Absolutely. Will do. Work. Cool. Cheers, man. Love and solidarity, dude. Have a great night. All right. All right, man. Same to you. All right. Peace.